All right, so after they arrested Jesus, um, they took him to the palace of the high priest to put him on trial. And uh, there were sort of two high priests because there was a guy named Caiaphas and there was a guy named Annas. And there was, Caiaphas was the high priest, but then the Romans didn't like that guy. So they said, you're not the high priest anymore. But the Jews were mad about that because, well, they have a gripe here. Uh, the Romans don't get to choose who the high priest is. So Annas was Caiaphas's son-in-law. So surprisingly, it seems like, they actually didn't like hate each other. Like I feel like with that kind of like friction, they maybe wouldn't have gotten along, but seemed to be working along. Or it could just be because the Pharisees and the Sadducees hated each other, but they worked together against Jesus because they hated Jesus. So I don't know. Anyway, Caiaphas is Annas' father-in-law, and they're kind of both acting like high priest here. So they bring Jesus to be on trial before them. And that's like a religious trial. It's not like the, they didn't have the power to like convict criminals and put them in jail. They only had the power to like bring people up on religious charges. Also, this trial was illegal by their own laws. Wasn't supposed to be in the middle of the night. Wasn't supposed to be all kind of like secretive like it was. Anyway, so they bring Jesus there and Simon Peter followed Jesus and so did another disciple. And that disciple was John. John knew the high priest. So he went into the courtyard of the high priest, but Peter stood outside at the door. And while he was standing outside at the door, um, John spoke to the servant girl to let Peter in. And the servant girl said to Peter, you also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? And he said, I am not. Why would he say that? Yeah, why would he say he wasn't, Samara? God said he would. Well, God did. Yeah, that's exactly what Jesus said was going to happen, right? And then Peter was like, even if everybody else does, I never will. And then, like, literally the first time somebody asks him, he goes in, she asks him that, he says, no, I'm not, because he's afraid. Then um, other people were standing around, and they made a fire because it was cold, and they were standing there warming themselves, so Peter was standing there with them warming himself as well. And the high priest was questioning Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching, and Jesus made the point, why are you guys even asking me? You all know what I've been teaching. Every day, all, all the time, I teach openly in the temple. Nothing was said in secret. You guys know what I've been saying. Why do you ask me? Why don't you ask people who heard me teaching? Ask them what I said. They know what I said. And the reason that Jesus said this was, first of all, he was pointing out their hypocrisy. Because he knew that they knew that they didn't have any good reason to be bringing him to trial. They're trying to get him to say things that they can try to use against him, which they so often tried to do. So then, when he said those things, one of the officers struck Jesus with his hand and said, is that how you answer the high priest? So Jesus said, if what I said was wrong, bear witness, tell me what was wrong. But if what I said was right, then why did you strike me? So when he was on trial before Annas and Caiaphas, they had all kinds of like lying witnesses say all kinds of things to him. And finally, what they asked him was um, whether he claimed to be the son of God. And he did because he was. But then they said, oh, we don't even need to ask him any more questions. He's just condemned himself from his own mouth. He just claimed to be the son of God. That's blasphemy. But it's only blasphemy if it's not true. 
It's true. It is true. And they certainly should have known that it was true. But they ignored that. So they went to take him to go before Pontius Pilate. Anyway, Peter denied Jesus again. They said, you are one of his disciples, aren't you? And he said, I am not. And one of the servants of the high priest, who was a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off. Remember, Peter cut off that guy's ear and one of his relatives who had been there, who had seen. You know, he might kind of recognize Peter because he's like, hey, aren't you the guy who like jumped forward and cut off my cousin's ear? Right. (laughs) He was like, aren't you are the guy? I saw you in the garden. And Peter denied it again. And then a rooster crowed. So they led Jesus from the house of Caiaphas to the governor's headquarters. That's Pontius Pilate's headquarters. And it was early morning, like the sun is just rising. So it's like Friday morning in our way of counting days. And they didn't want to go into Pontius Pilate's house because according to their ceremonial laws, if you're a Jewish person, you're not supposed to go into the house of a Gentile. Otherwise, you become defiled and unclean and you have to purify yourself. And it's the day of the Passover, so they didn't want to do that. So notice, they're all like, oh, we can't break any of our purity laws. But at the same time, they're condemning a man who is innocent. And they're perfectly fine, as you're about to see, with straight up lying. Because that's what they're about to do. At their trial, what they accused Jesus of was claiming to be the son of God. Which he did claim to be. They didn't need to lie about Jesus to have proof that he claimed to be the son of God. He did it right in front of them. Because, of course, he was the son of God. But here's the problem for them. That's not a crime according to the Romans. Just like it wouldn't be for us. If somebody from our congregation, let's say that... um, Let's say that Don with the beard, started claiming that he was the son of God. Okay? I would say, Don, do you mean that you are a son of God through faith in Jesus Christ? And then he said, no, I am the Christ. I'm the son of God. And I said, Don, you are not. That's false teaching. That's blasphemy, etc. If he continued saying that, well, he might be a little crazy. But if he did, then, I, then he, he would be removed from the congregation. That's church discipline, okay? But I would not call the police. I wouldn't dial 911 and say, hurry, come arrest this lunatic. He thinks he's the son of God. And if I did call the police and say that, they would say, we don't care. They'd say, is he hurting anyone? Is anyone hurt? What's the emergency? And I would say, this guy says he's the son of God. And they'd say, so? (laughs) That's not... A crime. And that's true of the Romans, too. So the Jews were always trying to, like, put people to death for things that the Romans were like, that's not a crime. We don't want to put somebody to death for that. So the Romans didn't allow the Jews to put people to death. If they thought they had somebody who had done something that deserved death, they had to bring him to trial before the Roman governor. So they knew that they couldn't come before Pilate and say, this man claimed to be the son of God. That wouldn't help them. He would send it away. He would say, this is a religious affair. You go and you, and you deal with this yourselves, whatever the religious offense may be. Or so, so they had to, no. I don't think he would say that. So they were going to have to go and figure out something else. So they bring him to Pilate. They're like, Pilate, we got this guy. And Pilate said, well, okay, you know, you're bringing this guy to court. What accusation do you bring against this man? And this is literally what they said. They said, if he weren't doing evil, we wouldn't have brought him to you. <laughs> 
He's like, what crime? And they're like, well, obviously he committed a crime, otherwise we wouldn't have brought him to you. And Violet's like, that's not what I asked you. I can see that you think he's done some crime, but what is the crime? So Pilot, Pilot, who kind of probably knew what sort of people he was dealing with here, he, he said, take him and judge him by your own laws. He probably figured it was a religious thing. And they said, we're not allowed to put anyone to death. Now, this meant that Jesus, if he was going to be put to death by the Romans, it meant that he was going to be crucified. Let's say that the Jews had, like, did have the right to put people to death. They wouldn't have done it by crucifixion. When the Jews put people to death, they would do it through stoning. That's where you, like, throw rocks at somebody till they, till they die. I mean, I'd rather have that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's way better than crucifixion. Okay. The, Neither are good ways to go. No, but at least with, like, stoning, after, at some point, somebody's going to conk you in the head and you're going to get knocked out. You hope. You hope. <laughs> it's not going to last that long. Crucifixion often lasted for three days. People would often hang on those crosses, slowly dying, for three days. What? The Romans specifically designed crucifixion to be the oh. most painful and awful way to die imaginable. And this is what Jesus had foretold would happen to him. Not just that he would die, but that he would be crucified. And it's what the Old Testament prophets foretold. This is what's crazy. In both Isaiah and in the Psalms, God through the prophets foretold the details of Jesus' death on the cross. But it was hundreds of years before crucifixion was invented. Because it didn't exist until the Romans. But David, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, in Psalm 22, foretold the crucifixion of Jesus. And Isaiah, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, in Isaiah 53, hundreds of years before Jesus, foretold his crucifixion. So this is why it was going to happen this way, according to God's plan, show that, that God's word is true. So they, they, they bring him before Pilate, and uh, eventually what comes out, the charge that the Jews end up bringing, is they say to Pilate, well, this man claims that he's a king. Now, one thing that's really ironic about this is that the Jews thought the Messiah would be an earthly king. Jesus made it clear he did not come to be an earthly king. That's one of the reasons why they rejected him. They wanted an earthly king to drive out the Romans. Jesus made it clear that he would not be such a king. He made that clear when he told them that they should pay taxes to Caesar. He made that clear when he just, you know, like, didn't fight the Romans. But instead of, like, telling them all the things they wanted to hear, he told them to repent and to believe in him and, and that he had come to forgive sins, etc. So now, when they say this, they are lying and they know it. They say, this man claims to be a king. Well, that's a, that's a half-truth, which is really a lie. It's a lot of the devil's Right, because they know what Jesus meant. They know that Jesus meant he wasn't an earthly king. That's why they don't like him. So now they're telling Pilate this because this is a problem with Rome. If, if the Roman government hears that such and such a person is going to start like a rebellion, and it's going to be like, I'm going to be the king. Then Rome's got an issue. So that's why they bring this charge. So Pilate says to him, are you a king? And Jesus says, well, are you saying this for yourself? Or did somebody tell you this about me? And Pilate says, am I a Jew? I don't know what's going on here. Your, your people are the ones that handed you over to me. And Jesus said very clearly, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my soldiers would be fighting so that it wouldn't be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from here. So Pilate said, you are a king then. And Jesus said, you say that I am a king. 
And it's, it's kind of like he's saying, you, you got it. You're right. But then he explains, for this purpose I was born and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. And the pilot said, what is truth? It'd be really interesting to know what tone of voice Pilate said that in. Did he say, what is truth? Like, who can even know? Did he say, what's truth? Like he's making fun of him? I think or did I, he mean it? Did he say, what is truth? I, I thought he really know. mean it. I don't know. Anyway, Jesus makes it clear what kind of king he is. The king of truth. The, the king of his word. Not a king with soldiers and armies. And Pilate realized that. He went out to them and he said, this guy's not guilty of anything. But... He's, he's going to try some other things to release Jesus. We'll talk more about those next time.